We like to thank. We like to thank the turtle people for the land we been on today. Welcome back, couchies, to the Couch Commentator. This is episode 68, Hip Drop to Be Square. I'm Jake Thomas, and I'm here with co-host Greg G's. What up, Greggy? Are you hip dropping to be square? <laughs> I'm here. I'm hip, and I'm often a square. It's my glasses. They make me look like square-like. <laughs> yeah, we're two nerds, that's for yeah. sure. Two nerds in glasses. Uh, our bitmojis give that part away. Uh, yeah, hip drop to be square. What are we talking about? We're talking about some hip drop drama that has struck the NRL over the last couple of weeks and also to our Broncos. So that's probably why that one really rates a high mention because it really did, the hip drops really did mainly feature in the Broncos v Eels clash up in Darwin. So we'll dissect that in a in a tasty Broncos chat, won't we, Greg? Mm. Mm, indeed. He can't wait to get all around that. <laughs> of course, it was Anzac round. So plenty of Anzac clashes and plenty of Anzac clashes still to come as we record on a Monday. The big one. The, the Tuesday. Yeah, the Tuesday clashes are still to come. So you'll get to hear uh, Greg's predictions maybe for those ones if you're lucky. If you're lucky. So we'll talk about the games that we have heard and we have seen. And we will, of course, run you through our usual super coach chat and distractions. Greg, let's get into Anzac round. Hip drop to be square. Hip drop to be square. I love a little bit of Huey Lewis. And I'm glad <laughs> you too. brought that into yeah. the pod today. We'll see Got if we can keep keep that going. Got a playlist. Not really. Um, bit of Huey yeah, Lewis it's on good, there. It's good time. It's a good time song, but not so not much good time for the people that got hip dropped over the week. But no. uh, first of all, but was it though? No, like, what do you want? Let, let's go straight want? off the top with that. Yeah. Okay. There was really no injuries from many of them, and. Often it was just the player writhing in pain. Two plays later, Matt Dury's taking a hit up. You know, like, I'm sorry, yeah. Ezra yeah. Mam, he's not he's not hurting you by pulling back on you. He's just trying to stop a runaway train. So I don't get a few of them. I understand what the NRL is doing and I support it, but I think it needs to change a little. We will, of course, get into more of that chat when we get to Broncos chat. Mm. But first, a feisty game played between the Rabbitohs and the Panthers, Greg. This was an absolute belter. Rabbitohs win in the end. Loved they did it. it the hard way. Yeah, but, uh, it was such a good game. It's brilliant. Wasn't yeah, it? it really was. It had everything. It had Latrell Mitchell attacking at his finest. He was great in defense as well. He, he made a one-on-one tackle on mm. Ruva as he was coming across. And he was the last man of any chance stopping him. His yep. attack he was played really well. Brilliant. You know, he, he was bustling. His offload around the back and flick pass to Alex Johnston was not mm. only just beautiful, <laughs> it justified belief because there's not too many players that put themselves in that kind of danger to have the arm out and around and potentially fall on that and you got a pop shoulder. Yeah. You really put yourself in a, a precarious position to for your face to hit the ground. So 
all credit to him. You see Brian Todd never expected the ball to come out of the back there because his mm. arm was cocked the other way. It could have easily thrown it to the other side, but instead he flicks it around yep. the back. That it was, really helped them get out of uh, their end during that time of the game as well, didn't it? It really did. It was such a heads-up play. Real quick, <laughs> let's get Penrith out of the way. Stephen Crichton scores all their points. He scores Amazing. three tries. And then I have him next year. So is that 20 yeah. next year? <laughs> I, was I was thinking about it too. It's like, well, Bulldogs have got themselves a good player in Stephen Crichton. Definitely. Uh, it did take me eight rounds to admit that, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Penrith had this one. Uh, let's it really did look that way. Absolutely. Game is in the bag. Eight yeah, points up in the bag. with five mm. to go. You don't lose that game. And certainly the Penrith Panthers do not lose that game. They have not lost that game in no. three years, being eight points up with five to go. It was incredible. And I just yeah. think it was just the brilliance of Latrell Mitchell, one that gave them the opportunity. Mm-hmm. He just the ball just gravitates to definitely turn those the modes. Game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the ball just it's like he's a magnet in those games where it was really cool to see him. coming off and the ball's always in his hands. <laughs> he gave them the opportunity to win the game. That's right. The, the his first try was the big bustling run where he just ran mm. through everyone from like 10 meters out, you knew he was going to score. The second yeah. try of his was from that bomb where the ball spills and just magnetizes towards him and he's bang, Johnny on the spot, puts it down. And yeah, it was still right. then. Business time, you know, he just picks mm, the ball mm. up after what should have been an exciting moment because it gives him a shot in the game, but he knew the job wasn't done. He knew that he needed to get that goal over and then they mm. still had a score to put on the board. So that he just grabbed that moment and then just went ahead with finishing off the game. I thought was it at least a 9.75 game, if not 10, like it was <laughs> Nine point seven five. It was just incredible. I love, I love watching it. I love it when Latrell's at his best because it's showtime. Yeah, it's good, good stuff. And maybe super coach wise, if you don't have him in your team, like neither just of us do. Tommy Turbo. <laughs> yeah, well, Tommy Turbo probably injured. We don't have yeah. the full report it, yet. It probably seems by as the though he's going to be. Out, we will. Yeah, it seems as though he, he's probably going to be okay he's escaped serious Mm. injury but he is in doubt for this week's game so that's the kind of decision you got to make Uh, if he's gone this week do i need to keep him he's definitely Mm. a guy that you would look at at, on the chopping block because let's face it he is not striding out he's not the old tommy turbo he's not going to blister games like pivot yeah You've got to pivot on these on the these guns not when, a bad when someone else is putting their hand up. Yeah, I, I like it. I think yep. there's something in that. Cody Walker was really great in support to yes. make that field length try occur at the end. Yeah, That's absolutely. Brilliant. It was. Again, and I say a task goes over. The, the good halves are always there in support, and he was there when they needed him. Amazing yep. moment for Isaiah Tass. The the guy had yeah. had a rough one. Stephen Crichton had put a chest <laughs> yeah. mark, uh, sorry, a hand mark on his chest as he went straight through him. And yep. he also dropped yeah. the ball for another Stephen Crichton try. So he yeah. could have 
been forgiven <laughs> for just walking around and kicking stones. Instead, he's there in the last minute or last moment that really mattered to the game to score mm. the game winner. Amazing. He actually overran. Yeah, huge. Overran the ball. Then Walker had to get past him, so he stuck around, and then he was there to exactly do that, pick the ball up his toes and score in the try. In full flight. It was amazing. Yeah. I just... Yeah. Yeah, uh, so and many. Then, of moments course, I the was game marveling was at. over. Obviously, after the end. done. <laughs> it wasn't. They weren't going to be able to beat win in four seconds. Nathan Cleary's good, but he's not that good, <laughs> and he was shattered. That's a game Panthers really wanted to win. Uh, Souths play us next week. Souths play Broncos, and Broncos are without some troops, aren't they, Greg? Yeah. It's obviously going to hurt no pain Haas and no Ezra Mam. Number one prop in the game. And then our first choice, 5'8", who is flying at the moment. But mm, I, I only well. see it. I'm only going to take it as positives, Jake. I can I can see us winning this game with down on troops, you know, number one prop sitting <laughs> on the sidelines. Jock Madden's going to come out and have a blinder in support of Adam Reynolds. And yeah, yeah, look, he only needs to come out and have win. one amazing game we're at this stage. <laughs> well, we're, we're talking about Broncos already, so let's get into Broncos chat. One, two, three, four, the mighty Broncos, the mighty Broncos. It's time for Broncos chat. Da, 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 da. It's time for Broncos chat. Woo-hoo. That's the only um, one. That's the only one that I couldn't do the intro for last week because you'd already said, you'd already said, "Oh, thanks, fast Jake." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I would have really liked to do that." Uh, intro. That's how you got around it. Yeah, well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thanks. Yeah. Well, Greg was singing some theme tunes last week. It was really great to hear yours. Uh, I even played them for Jackie. I was like, "Oh, look, Greg, Greg sang the theme tunes this week because I, I had a sore throat." She's yeah. like, what? Uh, you were sick too. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was. But I was at the start of it. Like I, I hadn't mm. gone completely downhill yet. I was starting to get the tickle in the throat. By the time I'd finished up, obviously my throat was just cactus from talking so much. Cactus. Cactus. Broncos went up to Darwin. So did Eels for Eels home Thank game. God they did. Up, that would have been up in just embarrassing if we'd gone up there and they'd stayed in Sydney and we're like, oh, we need to yeah. play someone. Oh, I thought you were coming up here. <laughs> You're funny, Greg. Uh, Broncos were looking really great in the heat early. We were just like, oh, it was hot, obviously. And everyone was buggered really like pretty, pretty sore and tired already. But yeah, our forward pack, in particular, Mr. Payne Haas, best prop in the NRL, was yeah, just like, get planet. out of my way. I'm Full not stop. feeling this. I'm not best feeling this. Get planet. out of my way. <laughs> Rugby want him. <laughs> Everybody wants him. You yes, can't have him. He's him. ours. Yeah, he's just a man mountain. He's impossible to stop. It doesn't matter how many players you put on him. He still mm. gets through the line and often gets to stay on his feet for a quick play of the ball. He has just been yeah, incredible in the opening down. eight weeks. He's leading the Dally M's, Jake, which is just mm. unheard of for a front row forward. They don't get the plaudits that they yeah. deserve. One man that I don't think has got enough credit for this run as well is Adam Reynolds. Mm. You know, the, the yeah. guy, 
has the ball on a string at the moment. I don't think I've seen him kick mm. better. He's done, doing exactly what we need on every fifth tackle option. I don't understand why we go anywhere else. I've seen MM kick sometimes. I'm like, don't give the ball to Ezra on the fifth. Give the ball to Adam mm. on the fifth every Just time. Just give it to him every time. Let Yeah, let Mam have some runs during... Absolutely. During, you know, mate, have three or sure. four. I don't mind. Because but as long as it's going. He broke through and gave fit. the ball to Adam Reynolds for the, for the second try. Wasn't it beautiful? Was, it's was clearly fun. a set play. It, you could see mm. all those three superstars in Adam Reynolds, Ezra Mam, and Reese Walsh hunting through the middle. I could see something was going to happen, but I did not see that yeah. coming. I don't think anyone yeah. saw that coming. <laughs> that inside yeah, ball from Ezra was beautiful. Line break. Yeah, well, the inside ball back to Reynolds. I I thought it was going left to uh, to Reese um, Walsh as well. In yeah. fact, Reese Walsh missed out a couple of times on getting tries where they just Broncos went through instead. But that's I think fine. You that's know, as what, long as we're scoring tries, that's fine. That's what <laughs> drew Clint Gutherson over. That's what drew everyone over because they could see Reese yeah. Walsh wrapping around Comes that left. So that's clearly the the set play. He flicks the ball on the inside to Adam Reynolds, who always knew the ball was coming. But it dead set just got put on his chest. <laughs> like it was such a silky pass to throw it backwards mm. and and that perfect. The guy's got some skill. So the weather really played a part, super hot at the start. Then the rain started coming down. Broncos were scoring tries left, right, and center. We scored four tries in the first half and none for the rest of the game, the rest of the game. And that was weird. It was weird. (laughs) And it hurt, you know, because we were, I think they were trying a lot. Mm. They were trying a lot of things, especially when uh, Jermaine Hopgood went off the Broncos. That was in the 46th minute. The Broncos were really trying plenty of things they just weren't coming off they were making too many mistakes with the ball midfield and, and inviting heels back into the game and certainly Parramatta have to t- get some credit for their defense as well they they held strong on a number of occasions I thought mm. that early we were tearing them apart and there was a stack of missed tackles but towards the back end of the game they were very strong they held themselves in the game and I don't think we took advantage of that Jermaine Hopgood Simbin only taking the two points twice I thought the first yeah. one I agree with, but the second one put some pressure on. So you get the benefit of the fatigue factor. That's mm. as much as the points is the uh, obvious, obvious goal when it comes to 10 minutes in the bin. But if you are screwing a team on their own line, they're going to tire at the back end of the game. And I really think yeah. that's a huge determining factor. Yeah. I really thought the Broncos were going to just destroy them, but no, it's unfortunate. But we've been discussing, you know, and as true Broncos fans, we've put our hand up and said that if Payne Haas had have gone off for that penalty, well, the penalty against him, well, there was no penalty in the end. It was just RCG went off the field injured. If it had been a penalty and he'd been sin-binned as well, um, yeah, we probably wouldn't have won the game. We feel like the Eels would have come over the top and... Now this has been considered a hip drop tackle, and he's had a charge laid on him. So how do you, you know, how do you feel about how that's all played out, Greg? Proper dodged a bullet. We definitely should have lost him to the Symbian. I'm shocked that we didn't. When I saw it on replay, I was like, "Holy shit, he's gone here!" And then we're down to eleven mm. men. And yeah, it's it's a different story, isn't it? Like our defense started to fray straight away as soon as we were one man down. So to be two mm. men down. 
it was obvious that they would have run over us. Well, look, they would have come a lot closer. You don't know, yeah. You don't know what what ha- could have happened. No, yeah. Because I, so I, I, I do love we, our we don't want to write off our boys straight away. Exactly. Yeah. I do love our attitude yeah. and the way we played all season. The defense steel that they've shown, particularly on their line, has been incredible. But I just think that uh, eleven on thirteen is just completely unfair in this game. It would have been too much, and I honestly think that's exactly what the referees thought as well. And that's crazy because that shouldn't come into it. It should not be about, is this going to hurt that team? It's okay. Was that a penalty? And was that a 10 minutes in the bin? Yeah, it was. Dodge the ball because that could have cost us two points there the other night. And it, you know, it cost us two points this week being without him. But as I said to you, Mm, I am, I'm really, I'm quite confident about next week. I'm quietly confident. Uh, South were up for this week. Um, They could easily have an emotional letdown next week. Even if they do bring their A game, there's only positives for us, Jake. We are without our number one 5A and our number one prop in the country. If we win, we look like heroes. If we lose, we were without those players. Mm-hmm. So there's a real win-win scenario. But I just hope they don't go in with that mentality and that excuses mentality of, well, if we do lose, you know, we are down these two players. I'm hoping that they take that as motivation more than an excuse. Yeah. Well, let's let's hope Jock Madden has an amazing game with I Adam know Reynolds. He will, mate. And you know, we just we we, we get on top. It'd be great Next to see. Up. Next man up. That's right. Never say die. Never back down. Come on, Broncos. Without Payne Haas and Ezra Mam, please take it to the Rabbitohs. All right, let's talk a bit more about Hip Drop to Be Square. Hip Drop I Tackle. I like it. It's a good title. You did well. You did well. Hip Drop to Be Square. It's been dramatic a couple of weeks. Dramatic is uh, correct. Hip Drop Tackles uh, have made a huge resurgence. They're coming back in a big way. They're yep. extremely popular. They are. Bron- Broncos love them. doing it too. <laughs> yeah, Broncos have jumped on the bandwagon as well with two. Yeah. These tackles are being made to stop tries being scored right next to the line. Like it's the same. Jermaine Hopgood's was exactly the same. It was right near the line. You're desperation. Right. Absolutely. You're falling off the tackle and you end up falling on the side of the player. And everyone's saying it. All media are all in agreement and they don't really know where, what. Like, what's going to happen? Where does the NRL go from here? Absolutely. Uh, smarter men and women than me, hopefully, will come up with an answer. <laughs> That's rad. But I would like to just see some consistency. I need to have mm. some sort of outline as to what a hip drop tackle is. I, I think we've completely skewed to what it was. Like the Pat Carrigan one, if we use that as the nth degree, that is yeah. where the, the very end of the where it can go horrible. He was pulling to the side. So it wasn't your typical one where he did come over the back of his legs. It was just dead mm. set trying to stop a runaway train. And then similar to the ones you're talking about, when they're on the try line, you can't get in front of them. So if they're on this on beside you and the try line's past you, you have no choice but to pull back. There's nothing else yeah. that you can do. So we need to try and find out what is acceptable and completely unacceptable? Because I understand that the the injury and outcome can be dire, 
but we need to also work out where is it okay just to be a penalty and say, look, that Mm. was just an accident. And maybe that player was feigning for it as well. Mm. Very true. I think if anyone falls on you or falls on your legs in particular uh, in a tackle, you're going to do the whole stay down thing a bit like if any halfback absolutely you know, feels like they're being clipped around the head. They're that's right. Stay down a bit. They've been There's, programmed to. Things, everyone's looking at these things. If now. you don't stay down, you're not doing justice for your team, but it's just a blight on the game. Matt Dury took a hit up mm. two tackles later. You know, there's players that have been skimmed across the face in these few um, rounds that we've seen, eight rounds, and I've seen a few just taps on the chin or taps on the nose, and they've fallen down like they've been knocked out. Well, mate, they need to go off the field. You know, they need to go off for HIA. They're not (laughs) – they're getting up, and five seconds later, as soon as they've got the penalty, they're they're away. So – That's sweet. Yeah. It's a a blight on our game that – but that's a separate issue to what we're talking about here. I just for, for the hip drop, I just want to know what the definition is. There is a bit of a call for perhaps like low tackles to be rewarded more. Or yeah, I'm on like board with that. I've been saying if, that. For or years. if NRL are asking players to, you know, keep their hands around a player and instead of like, you know, trying to jam their weight of their body onto them and do the hip drop. Well, they will accidentally do that. They want them to like slide down on their legs and take the legs out mm. instead. Yep. And, and then, then they're going to give them more time Brad for Fittler holding saying, onto the legs. Yeah. Said, well, that's what Brad Fittler's idea was. He's like, you've got to give them, you got to reward uh, the attacking, the defense with more time. In, you in should a, reward a leg around the legs. full stop. I've said that for mm. many, many years. It, there's yeah. no reward for taking out someone uh, as a smaller man, taking someone down from the legs. All you get told is get off the legs, get off the legs. Yeah. You release, release, for holding release. Onto the legs. For a quick play of the ball. Yeah. It's just as good a tackle as the front on one. And sometimes it's a necessity when you're only a small fella. And yeah, I think there needs to be more reward for it for sure. Well, we shall see what happens. We will. We will. No doubt. Um, Chip the NRL peeps are listening to us. They listen to us. Oh, mate, they're going to listen. Hip, yeah. hip drop to B yeah. square. Hip, hip, so hip to B square. <laughs> oh, we forgot Corey Oates. Our beloved Corey Oates has been injured again. So oh, one spewing. one game back. Oh, it's gory. Uh, yeah, Arthur's straight back into the side. Yep. Don't lose too much with Arthur's because he really took it upon himself to do the hard yards and the hard runs that hard yards. Scorey did do for us. But he does as well. Yeah. I I hate it for for him because he's come back from a really tough injury to come back from than to have another injury straight on the back of it. That hurts. It's no good. Actually, the other night in the Eels-Broncos game, 18th man, we had B. Arthur for Eels and we had B. Arthurs for Broncos. <laughs> so good. Pointless trivia from Jake. <laughs> Moving right along, Bulldogs-Sharks. Now, what was going on here? Bull- Bulldogs hand- handed the keys to... Um, to Burton, 
they yes. said here, drive this team. Yep. Go up against Nico Hines, and Nico Hines won. Pretty much. <laughs> That's pretty much the tale of the, of the tape. The Sharks were just yeah. too good. Obviously, Will Kennedy absolutely on fire with a hat-trick inside 23 minutes. Quite good. I thought they might this, run away yeah. with it and put a few more points on. I was, I was a bit shocked that mm. it sort of stopped when it did. Uh, Sharks are very good at finishing games. So I was um I was shocked that they sort of stopped. Yeah. Maybe it could have been that they were so well in front against the weaker opposition. It did get a bit wet. Did get a bit so wet. So a bit of bit of bit, bit of slippery, you know, yeah. changes the game a bit. Will Kennedy, though, like you said, hat trick, unreal. His second try was insane. He just was super competitive for a super high bomb in the air. Caught it, twisted out of the would-be tackle, scored a try. It was unreal. And his other two were just, just scoring tries in different ways. It was One was a running play, and the other now was just a support play from um, Nikora. Yeah. He's just, a bloody good player. Just, he is. In the era of fullbacks goes, we have. Yeah, he's up there, goes, isn't he? Goes forgotten, doesn't he? Yeah, he really underrated. does. Absolutely. Very underrated player. He wouldn't be underrated in that side. He makes a massive difference when they are uh, firing and he is flying. Sharks are a very good football team. I think the Dogs are just struggling to find that cohesion with so many players out and changing to mm. uh, Matt Burton now as halfback is, is a different uh, look altogether. Jury's still out there. Yeah. I'll be interested to see how he goes over the next few weeks. I hope they give him a crack at it mm. to see if he can do it but I am not convinced yet. Let's move along to Cowboys Knights then. If you're not convinced, maybe you'd be convinced by some of these players because they... No, I'm was, not. This was extremely <laughs> hard for this game. It was, Cowboys but I'm still Knights. not convinced by any of the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, true. Look, um, what I said to you in our little pre-chat, this game was desperation versus never back down attitude. Yeah, absolutely. In the desperation of the Cowboys won the game in the end for them. You know, the last points were scored in the 66th minute, but the game kept on going because it was just, you know, (laughs) each team just wasn't going to let up. The game just never got going for me. This was the other game where we had They never let up, but there wasn't really too much going on. Yeah, I I know (laughs) there were some tries in it. And, yeah, I... It was try scored. You're right. I've I've got um, Greg Marju, anytime try scorer, and Dominic Young Mm. just penciled in nearly every time now. I only missed it. His try was really good. It was. Just really very convincing try, yeah. Yeah, he's a tough dude, and he's going to score a lot more tries this year. Murray Talangi getting sent to the sim bin could have been huge. It could have been massive, but the Knights didn't really take advantage of it. Uh, They scored straight afterwards, but again, nothing too much after that. They didn't build the pressure that they needed to because the Cowboys were far from convincing their Nowhere near what they were. No, they've still got some searching to do, obviously, to find the form of last year. They did get the two points, though. They found them, they dug themselves out of the hole that was this game. Yeah. They got the two points in front of their fans up in Townsville. That goes a long way. If you're playing badly so, and winning, 
then mm. what happens when you start playing good? Yeah, exactly. Take the two points and move on. Dolphins, Titans, this was a surprise. Huge comeback. The comeback kings, the comeback fins. Not bad. Brett, yeah, look, I, I was impressed. I was impressed. <laughs> Titans, this has been Titans' thing, though. They've been coming out, scoring a bunch of tries early, and then just letting their opposition run over them at the end of the game. They, they said that they looked like a contender in the first half. I don't know if you can look like a contender in just one half of football. I think you have to put together yeah. a full game if people say you want to be a contender. I think they look like a good football mm. side when they are attacking and when things are going well for them. But then as yep. soon as things turn sour for them, they've got no clue what to do. There were two moments in particular that really uh, confused me ridiculously when they were getting flogged down their own end. Ridiculously. And there's 14 yeah. points in it still. And Kieran Foran does a crossfield kick on the 20 meter when it's second tackle. That's a baffling call at the best of times. The ball gets caught and then they're back under pressure again. I'm pretty sure Dolphin scored another try from that moment. AJ Brimson. Mm. Finally, they get the ball back after being smashed again in their own line. AJ Brimson makes a breakaway. He's running downfield. Who's he see inside him? But Khan Pereira, and he's like, this is going to go all the way for a try. No, it's not. He gets intercepted by Jermaine Asako, (laughs) and they go the other end and put more pressure on again. Those moments are fine if you're in the Dolphins' position and you're chasing points, Mm. but they're in front, Jake. They were in front at every step of yep. the way and not one moment did an experienced player go, you know <laughs> what? Maybe we should play conservative five through the middle and kick to a corner. <laughs> yeah, God. that's generally what you do when it's 26-6 at halftime in your favour. Those four tries they scored, they scored them in about uh, 12 minutes of each other, which is which is insane. You'd think... You know, you've got this, you, the attitude, you've shared your chest is all puffed out. Up. Yeah. You're flying. Yeah. The try <laughs> was so easy for Tino just to walk through. Yeah. Um, yeah. Boyd's try as well was just a walk in the park. Brimson was fantastic through the middle. They were looking like they were going to put 50 points on the Dolphins. Yeah. But we had a very late try. Actually, it wasn't that late. 33rd minute. Robert Jen- Jennings goes over. Nicarima was just. Man on the spot, cat caught the ball, gave it to him, and they got their first try to make it that 26-6 score line. And then they came out in the second half and they were shit the bed. <laughs> well, yeah, Titans shit the bed, and Dolphins were a completely new team. Dolphins were a completely different team. I was shocked at how quick the turnaround was. Because when I got home, I'd been at the museum all morning. So by the time and, and, and across lunch and into the afternoon. So by the time I get home, yeah. they're halfway through and I sit down and I'm like, great. Mm. I can't freaking believe mm. I've tipped dolphins. They are hopeless. <laughs> they're getting smashed by the Titans. Mm. And then that's when no, the game the started belief, to turn right? around. So, oh, mate, I had no belief. At 26 <laughs> to 6, it, it, particularly with a new team that hasn't found their identity yet, well, you know what? That's actually unfair. They have found their identity. They are a team <laughs> that just doesn't give up. They are yeah. always going to execute the game plan. Whatever Wayne Bennett has given them, they make mm. sure they 
put that out in the field. And they've shown that week after week after week. They've always been in the game except for maybe once. So really impressive performance. Not so impressive. Robert Jennings' attempt for a try. (laughs) Ball short after getting the ball in no man's land. Absolutely no one within cooey of him. He falls over. And it was weird, wasn't got up it? And stretched down and put it down five times by the time Tanner Boyd got to him. Yeah, it was a Katoni <laughs> staggering moment. Yeah, he he did end up with two two tries. He could have been five. Had one disallowed as dis, yeah. He had another. He had one disallowed. Yeah, and then that one that he could have scored, and then you reckon he could have got another. So <laughs> if he had been a better player, but he yeah. did get them those two tries. He did. Jared Wallace put up his hand. As he does when they're try playing. Try assist to Mark When Nichols. he's playing an old team. <laughs> and also, yeah. And then also gets his own try. So that helped a lot. They Those tries came three minutes next to each other as well. So that was a great little hot streak for him. Yeah, he was on fire, wasn't he? He was. And then, you know, Dolphins still weren't ahead. But they just kept on trying to score tries. They had you and Aiken got one disallowed, and then he ends up scoring the try to win them the game a couple minutes later. It always felt like the Titans were going to get run down as soon as the comeback had started, and they were just doing these brain fades, like mm. kicking across field in their own twenty. <laughs> when you're in front by fourteen, like what are you doing? Yeah, I didn't think that they had any sort of experience or maturity to carry them through to the end yeah. there and dolphins did the dolphins showed that they were willing to execute their game plan the titans just weren't katoa in the number seven he actually was putting on a bit of a some razzle dazzle just did gets see better that? every week he Rant. has a few just moments running across the field in and steps and he, out <laughs> yeah he's got a good little step in step great. away and he just fooled a bunch of people a bunch of people and then got it away to make that you know, to make the two-on-one or whatever it was on the yep. left-hand side yep. for um, Jenko to get his second try. Good work from the young halfback. And amazing, amazing work to the Dolphins. Well, well done. Well done. You certainly, like Greg's just said, you certainly found your identity as a team that doesn't give up to the very end. Extremely hard team to take down. West Tigers versus Seagulls. The result was what we thought it was going to be in the long run, but how we got there was completely different. The The Tigers definitely put up their hand to say, we're not going to give up and roll over straight away. Yep. But they made it really hard for themselves. Like so many errors in, in the last 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. They just, they could, they had the opportunity to win the game and they, and they, they shit the bed as well. Yeah. They're, <laughs> The errors, particularly coming out of their own end, and I think their defense needs so much more work. It it's like cray paper. The Olakwatu try was pathetic. You know, the, it was. Yeah, you could have driven a bus through that hole. So, well, it the game, but the game changed so much. You thought that the game, yeah, after that try, that was like, well, the Tigers could be anything, it, aren't they? Yeah, yeah it yeah. could have been 50, 50 nil, but somehow Tigers hung in there the try the try late in the half was definitely helped 
Yeah, absolutely. Right. And and Abby Corusel really worked hard there the other day. Yeah, Corusel was trying to stamp his crucial. authority on the game. Yeah, yeah. He, crucial he to is. their comeback in the game. Tigers were doing some experimenting. This is exactly what we were talking about. Like Sheen's has been given the keys to fuck Do with the team the as much likes. as he wants <laughs> to find what works. Yeah. And now he literally in the news, the proper news, not just us talking about it, but the proper sports news it's like oh sheens has been told he can do whatever he needs to to find who the best fullback is for the team and they tried out the new debutant in um jareem buller he, he, he put his he hand did, up he worked hard absolutely moments yeah yep yep moments but accounted, so did charlie Staines. things so yeah, the week Staines. before so i don't really get what they're doing i think it shows how far down the pecking order that dane laurie's fallen that they've gone not only to Charlie Staines, but now to this young fellow and giving him a shot over Dane Laurie. Mm. So just offload him, just get rid of him. If you, he's not in the plans, then move that money on because you can fill that spot. Well, maybe that's the problem. Maybe they're trying to keep him for depth, but goodness yeah. gracious, it seems like they've got a good player in Dane Laurie sitting there on the sidelines and they're just not going to play him. Some very... Yeah, that, that's that's pretty strange, isn't it? Not making the team, giving some young kid a go. But yeah, he he did pretty good. <laughs> he actually like he's a big body. He was good. Uh, I you know, like him out there. Teams coming off a bye have been hard to beat, or have you know, or have been winning their games. Yeah, and the Tigers were were pretty hard to beat in the in the long run. Yeah, good point. Close game. They, they worked hard. They certainly, you're right, they're not going to give up. You know, they're not going to throw the white flag up this season. So that's comforting because it's a hard competition. They were competition. ahead as well. They were ahead. They were, they were winning at a stage. Yep, it's it's a hard competition. There's going to be some tough teams they're going to come up against. So they need to um to put in this effort each week. And if they do, the, the win will come. Well, that's all the games that we got to see and hear and listen to, but... It's time for Greg's predictions. Okay, so the two Anzac matches played on Tuesday. Roosters Dragons. Actually, before we just rattle off both of them, Roosters Dragons, Sam Walker's been rested, Greg. Yeah. Not the first superstar to be dropped to second grade or reserve grade and he mm. won't be the last i don't think there should be too much to worry about robbo always has a plan he'd be sending him back with the thought that he can work on a couple of things that he needs him to work on find the confidence because sam walker is a first grade level talent there mm. are rumors that uh, the walker family are upset with the way that the roosters are directing their attack and they would prefer the right setup to be more dominated to his skill set and the way that Sam Walker <laughs> wants to attack. I don't think you can do that when you're Sam Walker because there's so many players that are, if not at his level, above him right now. You need to say that if anything, yeah. you're going to direct your attack through James Tedesco. He's your number one talent. Then... They've got this guy called Joey Manu who actually is going to get a go in the halves. He mm. could use some more attention in, in attack. I think Sam Walker needs to start gelling with everyone else and start working toward what their strengths mm. are. I think that would be the idea anyway, but 
it is just speculation and all rumor. It could just be complete bullshit. And they might just be like, hey, we're happy for him to go back, have a game, rip it up, come back. But it is a real question mark and wait and see, mm. particularly with Redcliffe in the mix. Yep. Now that there's it's another really option weird outside time. Brisbane. Mm. It was a weird time to be doing it, like against the Dragons. I'm not saying Dragons are a walkover, but probably could have been a game for him to get his confidence back against them. It's a fair point, Jake. It's a fair point. It is an interesting move. I'm not saying that it doesn't warrant um, some question marks, but Mm. I don't think there's too much to see here that, you know, Nothing to see here. Move along. (laughs) Eight rounds in. They're struggling to find their rhythm and attack, and it's obvious that they're struggling to find it. They're supposed Mm. to be one of the competition heavyweights. I think it's a bit of a kick up the ass to a young fella saying, mate, we need you to be better. And I think knowing the player that Sam Walker is, he will come out of this bigger and better. Uh, there's been so many talented players over the years that have been dropped to reserve grade and come back and gone on and have amazing careers. He is no exception. He will be back and better than ever. Pretty funny if Rooster's lost, hey? Be crazy. <laughs> uh, so you've got Roosters to win then? Absolutely. Roosters to win and hopefully it's a close game. I love these Anzac Day clashes when they are close. I do think that the Dragons are at the stage that they are going to be putting in a, a massive effort. I don't think they're just going to be, I just don't think they're good enough to win, but I do think they, they'll put in effort for hook. They seem to still want to play for the coach, albeit the yep. dragons club itself has given up on him. Yeah. Except for a couple of those guys that never wanted to play in for the dragons. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Storm warriors follows that game. I think I said last week that I thought there could be an upset mm. here with the Warriors. But so we I'm tipped this already last week. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to stick with the Warriors <laughs> as my upset. Sticking strong. I'm sure there's a couple of dollars in and around that game for you. So that brings us to round nine. Shall we roll through those on the Please Thursday do. night? Sharks, Cowboys. Oof. Sharks. And I say that with a lot of sadness because every loss to the Cowboys really hurts their chances. And yeah, sure, I'm I'm on board with the Cowboys this year. <laughs> I want them to um I want them to do well, just not beat us. And I just mm. think the Sharks are just too good. I'm I'm back on the Sharks against many teams at the moment. Yeah, yeah, easy. It's an easy tip, no doubt. Um, Cowboys fans will be really not. They won't know what to do with that one though. Eels nights on a Friday night. Eels, maybe. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Care to elaborate? No. Yeah, Greg's. You guys can't see it, but Greg's face is pulling all. Yeah, he's, oh, he's man, mental he's, there for a sec. Yeah, yeah a little brain fart. <laughs> I'll go the straight. Eels because they're battle hardened, and the Knights uh, will struggle to find that cohesion yet with Callum Polish newly back in that side. So Eels. Mm. Okay. Uh, the other Friday night game is, of course, Broncos versus Rabbitohs. Broncos, we will beat <laughs> them by eight. Huge. I hope so. Should be a fantastic game to watch. Yeah, anyway. I'm looking forward to it. 
would have been better if Haas and Man were there. Yeah. But <laughs> they fell they but they accidentally fell on uh <laughs> their oppositions That's when they were right. trying to tackle them in yep. desperation. Yeah. Raiders Dolphins is the first Super Saturday game. This is uh interesting. Raiders at home as well. Dolphins. Hmm. Dolphins. I'll go Dolphins based on that performance last week and the momentum they'll take out of that second half. So I'm going Dolphins. Raiders are bruises though, so maybe some injuries out of that one. Yeah. Sea Eagles, Titans, second game on Saturday. Ooh, Titans will be smart and after that and they'll they'll want to try and bounce back. I think if Tommy Turbo plays, I'll go with Manly, but if he is out, I'll mm. go with the Titans. Yep, one man, especially make being um, Tommy Turbo can really decide a game, can't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. The last game on Saturday is Panthers versus West Tigers, Battle of the Cats. I wonder what you got on this one. <laughs> Sorry, Tigers fans. Gee, you've been up against it, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, honestly, tough, tough week to try and get their first win. It'll be Panthers all day, every day, and twice on Sunday. Well, twice on Sunday, rugby league is played, Greg, and Warriors versus Roosters is the first game. Another good game to finish. Um, mm. I will say the Warriors to beat the Roosters. Yep. At Mount Smart, I think yep. that's a good tip. Yep. Yep. Dragons Bulldogs is the last game of the round next week. Tough one without seeing how the Dragons perform against the Roosters, but uh, sight unseen, I will go with the Dogs to finally get another win on the board. It doesn't sound like much of a game, does it? That does one. not. But uh, that's unfortunate. The Storm have the week off, so if you've got Storm players in your super coach side, you need to pivot and what better place to start talking about Supercoach, Greg? Supercoach, Stephen Crichton. Oh, Critters scored all the points for the Panthers. So he scored 148. Oh. Get that into you. He's pretty decent price too. Like 848. Not bad. Oh. Wow. Have Stephen Crichton in your side. I bet he scored like 18 a couple of weeks ago. So roller coaster, <laughs> plenty of those. We all just want a nice consistent player, yep. but there's there's not many around at the moment. Everyone is this has been a poor super coach week. Jared Wallace getting 107. Val Holmes 105. Drinkwater 105. Latrell Mitchell 102. And that's all the tons. I mean, there's plenty of 90s, Ooh. but Better crack skinny, 100 to, to be spoken about. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you mentioned on the pod, you got to crack the ton. Latrell uh, did great with a 102 against the Panthers. Mm. That's that's pretty unheard of. Yeah, red hot. Scoring so well against them. he's. I think he's going to go up by a decent amount of money. So maybe um, we were speaking about Tommy Turbo. He might be a bit injured. If he is injured for one, two weeks, do you move him on for Latrell Mitchell? I mean, both of these guys are going to be playing Origin if they're fit. So 
you kind of either need a backup plan for them. Yeah, it's tough, uh, isn't it? To make the move now with Origin just around the corner, it's almost like forcing a trade. So it's going to be a tough one to do, but you also can't just sit back and deal Mm. with garbage scores. Well, Latrell plays us next week as well, or this week coming. And if he wants to, he can put 100 points on us. He's amazing. And that's, you know, 100 points, super coach points. Yes. <laughs> we can still win. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, no doubt, uh, Latrell's score is pretty decent. So if you were going to bring him in for Turbo, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world, but I think I'd probably have to boost to do that. Don't know if that's worth it. I was contacting you during the week saying, oh, I'm going to have to boost to get Garrick in. And I'm going to have to bring in some cheap forward that sucks. And I'm going to have to bring in Hayes Dunster. I hate him. And then Garrick (laughs) as the final boost. And you're like, no, don't do that. Don't break your team for Garrick. And I was like, okay, but, you know, he's going to be a must-have player. And I still believe that. But he didn't he didn't score very well, did he? He certainly he, did not. He's either got to be in number one or he, or he needs a fit turbo feeding him the ball. And he didn't have that, either of those things the other night. If he steps in and plays number one for turbo, he, he scores fantastic, no doubt about it. So I'm glad I did bring him in. I did end up bringing him in. Not via that boost trade, though. I did something else stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I brought in Jacob Host for Elise Elise Katoe. Katoa. Katoe. No. Katoa. Katoe. He is. did get Katoe. I just thought I'd done the dash with him. Storm have got their buy coming up. Just. I have. I have quite a few Storm players. So I was just trying to, you know, chip one of them away. Bring in Jacob Host with a negative break even and was starting for the Rabbitohs in what was going to be a huge game. Thought he would be used quite a bit. He wasn't. He got like 20-something minutes and scored eight points. <laughs> Shocking. 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 You were like, oh, shouldn't have done that. Jacob Host is a trap. Or something yeah, Jacob Host is lines. a trap. Jacob Host was a starting <laughs> second rower for South couple of years yeah. ago and everyone jumped on board and he just did absolutely I, nothing. So. I guess I didn't jump on then. So I hadn't Trap. been scarred and I hadn't learnt my lesson yet. So mm. now I've got him. Uh, I definitely won't be playing him next time. If I had have played someone else, so it probably would have been Schuster and he only scored 22. So I don't feel like it was the biggest mistake in the world, but no, you can't deny that having someone scoring eight points is not good in your team. Oh, it definitely hurts. But I got Garrick. I feel like I got ahead. I probably, sh- you know, you could have waited because he's definitely going to go down in Garrick price sucks. this week. <laughs> Greg thinks Garrick sucks altogether. I think that he's going to be a great player to have over the buys. And um, if Tommy's not playing, Tommy Turbo's not playing, then Garrick's playing number one and, I feel he gets a lot of points. So that's me. That's me in a nutshell. I'm not I'm not super super stoked with this week of super coach, though. <laughs> Pretty disappointed. I Captain Turbo as well when he got 37. Oh mate. Uh look, uh, to be honest, I don't have too much to add. I'm I'm in the same similar boat where I've got a few stars that are just not firing. Uh, many people have that as well, but I don't have the guts to make too many tough calls just yet. Um, I'm probably mm. looking to sit back for 
week maybe and let the dust settle because you never know the the stars that are scoring poorly could quickly turn it around exactly right guns have a way of doing this they score a couple of points one week and the next they, they get that 100 points that um you've been waiting for this whole time finally they deliver good on them do not trade in somebody if you're not feeling it guys don't do it don't, don't do, do it. it. I should never have done it. I should it. never have done it, Greg. It's so true. Regrets. I regret everything. <laughs> distractions. Distractions. Scooby-Dooby-Dooby-Dooby-Doo. Can't hear you. Either. <laughs> uh whatever. It just keeps me in time, if anything. It's, yeah, just, good. Okay. it's a hard little thing to sing. Jingle. Jingle jangle. What'd you get up to? Museum. You went oh, to the museum. Yeah, it was sick. Uh the distractions. I'll go with a little bit of other sports related. I, I was watching that live golf event. It was great to see it mm. on the Big screen, you know. I, you get I saw. To see I it. saw they th- they threw they threw stuff. They threw stuff at somebody at the they end. They did when someone hit <laughs> a hole my, in one. There's my um, one kept his brother. Kept his brother. And yeah, it was. A hole it's in a one. bit of a wank in terms of that kind mm. of stuff. Like for me, golf is a bit of a yeah. fuddy duddy's game. That's why people watch it. Stop trying to turn golf into something it's not. It's not an exciting game. It's not something that you're going to be gripped <laughs> to the edge of your seat. Know where you are, and I think some mm. of it is just a bit wanky. I, I yeah. enjoyed it. Happy I, Gilmore I, is a movie, not real life. <laughs> exactly. I do. I do love seeing Cam Smith. You know, he's one of my favorite golfers. So to watch mm. him play, he's yeah. almost invisible at the moment on YouTube with Live Golf, and it was great to see that mm. actually on the television. So I did enjoy that. Uh, all be it not the result I was looking for. Taylor Gooch shoots two mm. back-to-back 62s. That is 10 under par. I believe it would have been par wow. 72. Maybe it was par 71. Anyway, back-to-back 62s, very impressive performance, and then mm. hit a 73. So very, very different to those two mm. scores and almost wet the bed on the final day. Didn't. Yeah. Um, everyone else felt. Did you say cool. Gooch? Surname was Gooch. Last name well, Gooch. Well, they had to get some good karma eventually, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> then my other distractions was the museum. We went there mm. on Sunday. Oh, I should say, did the markets with Ken by myself. Me and her on Saturday. Loved that. We yeah, walked nice. around, Rock kicking up. around the markets That's together, cool. getting getting our fruit and. Uh, having a great time. She got a snow cone at the end of the day, convinced me that that, that was a good idea. She still goes mm. a little bit psycho. Nothing like the last time she had it and it had all the colors in it, but she yeah. goes a little bit crazy on those snow cones. Was this, were they like, no, nah, this one's some somewhat natural? And always, we, so she's got it in her head now because we made mention of it, that blue food coloring could mm. really set her off. And it seems as though that right. is the case. So she just always says, I won't have the it- blue. I won't have the blue coloring, I promise. <laughs> and you're like, all right, I'll give you okay. red, which so seems gave her red. Exactly. pretty bad too. <laughs> That's counterintuitive, but it seems to work. Right. It, she doesn't center as batty um, and, and she loves it. So <laughs> she look, loves five, it. Five bucks for a the bit of love. Blue. 
The blue's got drugs in it, clearly. <laughs> it's drugs. got a bit of crack. <laughs> Mixed in with some crack. Oh, the blue to the kids, Sharon. Okay. I told you, stop serving the blue to the kids. Jesus. Then we went, to the mu- <laughs> we went to the museum on Sunday. Yeah. It was cool. I really enjoyed it. We learned about a bunch of uh, dinosaurs, the uh, Patagonia mm-hmm. um, exhibit, Dinosaurs of Patagonia. The Patago Titan, Patago Titan. It was the mm-hmm. largest dinosaur ever, and it nice. was about seventy. Sorry, uh, uh, thirty-eight meters long. So that is mm. such a big dinosaur to think about a hundred meter um, running track and think that it's taken up almost half of that. Very um, crazy. Tall as well. Huge neck. Massive tail. Huge creature. <laughs> I don't. Necessarily, you don't hear a lot about dinosaur dicks, do you? Don't. I mean, you don't. Yeah, they're downplaying them. They're not. They <laughs> They don't want to embarrass anybody. That's it. They're like, Maybe. oh well, these, these dinosaurs have got massive dicks, right? Oh, so we don't talk about them because it just make it wouldn't make you feel very good about yourself. Don't draw them in. It's like the length of a football field. Are you sure you want to go into it any further? <laughs> oh, good stuff. That's why they went extinct because the female dinosaurs did not want to go near that shit. <laughs> no more procreation. Uh, uh, Get that thing away no. from me, Stephen. That's huge. Is the asteroid? Is the asteroid going to hit yet? <laughs> oh, Where's that asteroid? Good stuff. Got to be coming. Gotta be coming. The um uh, yeah. exhibit was fun and they give you a little book to take around and you can draw the yeah. <laughs> skeletons that you see. I I really the, the fossils and, and the huge skeletons mm. that you see. I really didn't think it was value for money though, because it was for a family of three, it was only okay. the three of us and 67 bucks. So it was maybe like mm. 26 bucks for the adults, 15 bucks for the kids. So something like that. It was um bit too expensive for you know a public museum it was a exhibit that they brought in and they've been doing this thing where you know you can go and see all the free shit and there's a lot of good free shit to see at the museum so i would recommend that you go and do that that is super fun but some of the other paid exhibits talk to someone first and and see if it's worth going in there we did the disney one and that was ripper this one was two rooms and i i really did enjoy it but i don't think it was value for money you just go to somebody in the line and just say, "Hey, can you hey, just take? Can you film it? The, the, here's my phone. Take a few photos. Can just, yeah, can you just film it all and we'll just watch it. Out Bring it back down. The first <laughs> session was sold when we got there. The twelve o'clock session was sold out. The twelve twenty and the twelve forty was the earliest. So it was get popular. In. So it was popular. But yeah. I, I spoke with a. a made at work today and he was of a similar opinion. Mm. He said he's been to some ripper museums though, like in New York and over in England. So he's like fucking yeah. nothing on that. <laughs> Very true. The ones overseas are a lot better. You can go to like to the natural natural history museum in London. It's free oh, and it's just got like some of the ridiculous it's got the best, things. <laughs> best things. Yeah. It's good times. Good times. Yeah. That, that was it. That was my distractions. Had a great time. Love hanging out with my fam. Well, distractions have included uh, Jackie and I have 
tried our very best to start a bit of a health kick. Started oh, yeah, going to nice. the gym. Kind of were we doing like it's a pronounced gym trial? It's Gime. And, I knew, and I've not been there for so long. <laughs> I've forgotten how to say it. You're so true. <laughs> yeah. So I've gone a couple of times last week. We got like a trial to good life. We're not like completely sold on signing up. So we're like just trying things out. Good. Jackie's off trying out another gym tonight too. Nice. So, you know, get all those freebies as much as you can. Absolutely. But like we did a proper spin class. We didn't just go to the gym and fuck around on some things. Oh, we did a proper class. Go to the gym. Jack, Jack did a proper yoga class. and went for like an hour and then I worked out the whole time during that. So, yeah, we got in good times. I'll only mention this once by the way. I won't, I won't give you guys updates, but it's the first step. Uh, hopefully um, I can get a bit fitter than I am because I'm just a, just a lazy slob, really. <laughs> Uh, but that's a distraction because I was watching the footy. I was watching the Rabbitohs Panthers game on my phone while I was doing some workout Garmin. and then, yeah, Guyman. And then I had to put the phone down. And so I missed a bit of the game. So that's why that's a distraction. Uh, another distraction, the show jury duty, jury duty, jury duty. Okay. That's on Amazon. It's a great. A little um Am reality TV show. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> no, 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 no. Write it down. It's not in the way that you think. So it's a it's all set up. So it's not a real. So jury duty. So doing a horrible job explaining this. One guy gets selected <laughs> to be a part of a jury, and he's the only one that doesn't know that none of it's real. Ooh, so everyone else are actors. Okay. Interesting. And even James James Marsden is in it as well as himself getting called in for jury duty. Oh, okay. All right. I'm keen. So all these actors are all participating in this. It's a bit of like an experiment almost. Uh, And yeah. And the whole time he thinks it's real and it's not. And everyone's in on it. It's great. It's kind of like Truman Show, I guess. (laughs) I say reality show because they're real people. Well, he's, he's the only real person. But yeah, he's in a completely fabricated world, carrying out jury duty for however many days, and it's pretty good. Uh, we cut, we watched a couple of episodes, got a little bit like, oh yeah, it's all right, and then we just finished off the rest of them, and really good. The ending is great because they reveal it to him and they tell him about all the steps and twists and turns they had to navigate in order to put it all on for him. So the last episode in particular where they reveal everything is is incredibly interesting. I might watch the start and then I'll just jump to the end. (laughs) You really could. (laughs) You probably actually just could do that. You'd miss out on this amazing scene though, because they film a lot of stuff that there's no real point in it being there. It's just kind of filmed for the show. There's this, this scene where this guy, he's like, doesn't want to cheat on his girlfriend that he's probably broken up with. He can't remember because he was got really drunk and he never drinks. And so he's having he's having sex with this girl, but he doesn't want to do any thrusting. So he gets James Marsden to jump on the bed to create like the thrusting movements. And the girl's like, jump faster, James. And he's like, no, 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 jump, jump slower. Anyway, uh, I loved it. Well, I don't know if it's enough for me to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Do you have Amazon Prime? Nah. So you can't watch it. But someone else should. Definitely should. (laughs) Certainly spoke through that whole scene, didn't I? (laughs) 
Greg, last but not least, Power Rangers once and always on Netflix. It's like a one-hour Power Ooh, Rangers okay. kind of special. Oh, it's yeah. got a bunch of the old Rangers in it. Yeah, yeah. Now, this movie, though, is it was all right, to be honest. And the whole thing is is a bit of a tribute to the Green Power to Trini. No, it's not a tribute what? to the Green Power Ranger because that must have happened when they were filming it and it was all like, oh, oh wow. we can't change, we can't really change this now. Okay. Yeah. So they do it in a clever way because they've only got so many actors from the old ones to come back. They couldn't get the original five. They could only get a couple. So they did it in a way that they're like, oh, those ones get captured, but Billy and Zach are okay. So we can use those actors and we mm. have to call in some from the other Rangers to help out and blah, blah, blah. So it was all a bit, bit of an excuse just to have the old roster, but not actually have the old roster. But it was a tribute to the actress that played Trini because she passed away a long time ago and she she died. And so it was like her daughter coming in to take over as the Yellow Ranger. Okay, so that was right. really what the whole thing was about. Interesting. You don't, unfortunately, yeah. The Green Ranger, hour, though. It's only an hour. He doesn't go it. for too long. I'll watch it. Yeah, it it's all right. It's all right. They do a little updated Megazord. They, yeah, they do a CGI Megazord, so that's a bit upgraded. It okay. looks very similar to the old one, though, so it's kind of cool. Like, I, I didn't mind that part. And they do a little song at the end. It was like an excerpt from the old series. It was like Kimberly having a sing-song, and it, they do a little tribute to both the Yellow Ranger and Green Ranger that both passed away. So they tied in... Um, Jason David Frank, who was Tommy, they tied that in, him passing, but the movie was not about that. And Tommy, the Green Ranger, was essentially in the movie, but he got captured during it, and then they just didn't resolve him even being in it at the end. Mm. It was just like, whatever. Mm. So <laughs> it so. fell kind of flat for me, unfortunately. Yeah, But well, as a comeback for, for that reason, the actor that played Billy... And Zach, it was a, it was a good little comeback for both those guys. I was, like you know, that was cool. But um, you know, the whole the whole idea is once a ranger, always always a ranger, and a that's ranger, the cool. Always a ranger. That's the cool thing about it all. But it's pretty funny, you know, seeing these some of these guys with big big uh, guts like me <laughs> trying to be power rangers. It's like yeah, pretty pretty funny. They like they actually well, they bring back Rocky. And Rocky's um, totally like put on some pounds and then he morphs into like a very slim red ranger. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, man, yeah. you don't look like that. Hey, that's not you. But, but that's the power of power rangers. <laughs> and this is, uh, I think that's done. I think it's, that's enough. It certainly is enough, actually. <laughs> Well, it's the end of a couch commentator. Now it's time to say see you later. That's right, Greg. Now it's time to say see you later. Yo, come back come now back you're here. Oh. I really enjoyed. <laughs> I really enjoyed doing the uh, outro last week. <laughs> I, and I, I was I, like, I, two I takes, enjoyed two hearing takes of each it. One. It's good fun. Mm. Mm. I said you should maybe do it like nah, alternate mate, nah, now. Mate, and you're like, nah. Nah, nah, nah. You're the best. You're the best. You're better we'll than the see. rest. No, uh, not at and all. The rest not at all. Is part of where I sit. 
Thank you, Jake, for <laughs> another awesome episode. I really, really enjoy how well we're playing. You know, the the yeah, fact that we sure. keep winning every week is the byproduct for how well we're playing. So it's it's yeah. awesome to to catch up and, and chat in those kind of scenarios. It's easy catch. Yeah, no, it is good. It's nice to catch up and talk about Broncos winning. It was a hairy one, as we've spoken about, but we'll take the two points in the end. We didn't bring up uh, Jack Whiten during the episode, but uh, he's he's wanting to sign to South potentially. It's a great yeah. story, obviously, but we're going to wait till it's all tied up. We know the story's got legs, so Definitely. if we run out of things to say, we can always fall back on that. But um, we are obviously watching that closely and have plenty to say about it, so we'll, we'll save that for next time. Hey, you're not supposed you to so introduce uh, new topics. In I, the no, outro. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm just merely mentioning <laughs> the fact that it exists. I didn't actually go into it though. <laughs> What's my opinion about hashtag asterisk? <laughs> well, thank you so much, Couchies, for sticking around and listening to the Couch Commentator. Uh, it's been a pleasure, as always. Tell your friends and your foes about the pod. Check out our Instagram page. Have a chat to us on there at the Couch Commentator. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you uh, get notified when we bring out an app because you got to get there and listen to us quick. Greg, it's been a pleasure, mate. Catch you next time, Couchies.